The Tech Today podcast is brought to you by SSNC Technologies, a global market-leading provider of cloud-based investment accounting software services in fund administration. SSNC's AI-powered investment operations and accounting platform, Singularity, provides real-time, multi-basis accounting across a wide range of asset types with unparalleled automation and operational efficiency. Singularity is offered on a software-as-a-service basis or via smart source. SSNC's intelligent middle and back office accounting service. For more information, visit ssctech.com forward slash singularity. Welcome to the Tech Today podcast powered by CEO Raider. It's your host, John Mayetta. Check us out online at techtoday.com. Visit us at ceoraider.com. Anonymously rate your CEO, rate your company. The comments on the Fed, so they continue their dovish behavior. I caught the, I don't know, the last 90 minutes or so. Of, of Powell's comments to Congress. So let me give you some of the highlights, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing a bit here, but the comical elements are, are direct quotes. We want to be there for credit-worthy companies that are unable to obtain a loan from a bank. So that was Powell's comment. Credit-worthy companies that aren't credit-worthy, we want to lend to those guys. And then there, the Fed's lending logic under the Main Street lending programs are to lend to companies at four to six times, a four to six times multiple, EBITDA multiple, on 2019 EBITDA. You know, so the the current financial reality of a given applicant is irrelevant. So how does that make sense? And you can't tell me that, well, it's it's, it's an emergency. These are different times. Yeah, they are different times, but the, the credit markets are functioning properly. There's liquidity in the market. We don't need to keep expanding these programs. I just wrote a comment to the Fed because the Fed's taking public comments on expanding the Main Street lending facility to nonprofits, and I'm a bit confused by it because in in the press release that was issued on June 15th asking for public comments, it's essentially said, hey, we the Fed were considering expanding this program to include nonprofits, and it's already operational, this program, per Powell's commentary yesterday. So the brief comment that I wrote to the Fed quote-unquote, was, I am not in favor of the NONLF and NOELF programs, parens, nor the other Fed stimulus programs for that matter. The credit markets are functioning properly. Asset prices are artificially inflated as a result of the Fed's persistent actions. Please disclose the names of the legal entities that receive capital via the NONLF and NOELF programs. NONLF is the component of the Main Street Lending Facility. It's the Nonprofit Organization New Loan Facility, N-O-N-L-F. The N-O-E-L-F is the Nonprofit Organization Expanded Loan Facility. Alphabet Soup, and it's the Federal Reserve Bank of Boston that is executing these, these particular programs. So lending to companies that aren't necessarily credit worthy, that's one. Lending on a multiple of 2019 EBITDA, which is irrelevant to the financial health of any company. That's two. They're making these rules up as they go. CLOs, when asked about CLOs, because if you recall, we talked about CLOs earlier this week. The Atlantic had an article. The next day, the Wall Street Journal had an article uh, in which the journal said that a number of insurance companies are didn't realize how risky the CLOs were. And uh, Powell's comment was, that it's not a significant risk. We are all over it, was his quote. 
We have great visibility into those assets, so that's good because nobody else does. This this isn't like 2008. So I mean, we'll we'll, we'll see. But you've just got you've got a lot of things brewing. CLOs. That's 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 one piece. The risk of inflation, given all the liquidity the Fed has has pumped into the market. So you've got massive liquidity that's inflate that inflates the market. Inflation risk devalues the dollar. Lending to companies who want credit worthy. Um, you get the risk of COVID, which is something else that we put out last night on Tech Today. The COVID cold shower. Many investors and traders are prone to temporary fits of euphoria at any sign of positive economic data. Here are a few data points, courtesy of Google, although they are not euphoria-inducing. They may, in fact, cause one to want to pour an adult beverage. This COVID data set, if you believe it is approximately correct as I do, has been in plain sight since March. It shows that the United States is suffering a similar number of new COVID cases today as it was early in May, in mid-April, and in March, mid-March, despite the phased approach to reopening, not much has changed with respect to the national rate of infection. Access the data set here. So that's the, the, the brief piece we put out early this morning. And you can just look at the trend line that we have in the article. I mean, the highest spikes in late March, in April, and in May were above the highest spikes of today. But if you look... Uh, below those high points, sort of the, the valleys, if you will, in the spring. That's where we kind of are today. So the trend line is slightly down, but we're, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, a, it's a very modest decline in the number of new cases. So I'm not making a case for whether or not we should reopen or open or we'll save that discussion for another day, but it's a risk. It's another risk to the economy that isn't exactly robust at a time when valuations are near an all-time high from back in Feb which was a bubble then. So if it was a bubble then, what is it now with these inflated asset prices and a soft underlying economy? It's gambling at what is, is what it is, the equity market, high-yield market. So I don't expect much. We have some data coming out, I think, on the 25th of the month, jobs data. But in terms of real fundamentals, what, what, what companies are seeing, not that you're ever going to get the full truth. You're going to get your fair share of spin on the earnings calls, but you're not going to get much in the way of a barometer from companies until July 20th, thereabouts, through the middle of August with, with Q2 earnings. And maybe that'll be enough to pop this bubble because it needs popping. The Fed has crowded out private capital. It can, can no longer make the case that it's in the market to ensure that the market continues to function properly. Put the brakes on. Let the market cool off a little bit. And it won't happen because we have no, no Fed independence today. That's the issue. Powell's not independent from Trump. Trump asked Mnuchin, fix the economy. Mnuchin gives the authority to, to the Fed to act. And then it's just, you know, batting down the hatches. Here comes the liquidity. Because what they've done hasn't fixed the economy. And it's, I, I would argue you, you've got to let the economic cycle run its course. You can't, quote unquote, fix it with policy. You can help it along, but you can't fix it. It's not a mechanical repair on a car. So what the Fed's done has inflated the equity market in particular in the hopes that the electorate will be fooled into thinking that the underlying economy is, is fine, given that the stock market is at an all-time high, and thereby re-elect Trump. So it's politicians whipsawing the market, not whipsawing the markets, inflating the markets. It's not like the markets are, I mean, they're, they're, they're volatile, but we're volatility within the range, within a bubble. It's not like valuations, are, when these talking heads talk about volatility, it's not like we're we're banging around from a bubble to lows. This is all within the band of a bubble valuation. 
I would argue it's modest volatility because the low points, we're still in the range of a, of a bubble that is worse than that from 1999-2000, the internet bubble, which, as I've said before, saw some wacky valuations back then with billion-dollar companies and no revenue. But at least the underlying economy was healthy. You can't make that argument today, whether it's improving or not. And it is, obviously, modestly. It's still in awful shape. And the Fed's just making it worse. The Fed is only making it worse at this point. It's all for now. See you next time.